Hello and welcome to the True North CFL Podcast, off-season special number five. I'm your host, Jimmy Leach. You can follow me on Twitter at aka Jimmy Leach. I'm Taylor Curry, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Taylor Curry. And I'm Carter Kennington. Follow me on Instagram at Carter Kennington or on Twitter at Carter Doing Radio. Nice, nice. Now, Taylor, do you want to plug our socials real quick? Yeah, we can do that. So, we are on podcast. Uh, you'll find kind of our most videos, pictures, whatever it is. You can find that on Twitter as well. True North CFL Pod. Our Facebook page is new. If you search us up, True North CFL Podcast, you'll find us there and everything from was on that content. And you can actually find the podcast itself on SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Yeah, just uh, search us up, give us a follow, and make sure to like and share our stuff. Now, again, uh, I'm going to plug this because they had us on their show. If you want to check out a bit of analysis for the draft, I was on the Sports Cage April 28th uh, with Derek Taylor and we were discussing some of the prospects in the draft, so if you want to hear more of my thoughts on that, you can go listen to them and listen to James and I's draft pod, which should be coming out uh, probably right before this one or immediately after. So without further ado, let's get into the CFL news for this month. Ooh. Stamps have signed former NFL linebacker Corey James. I like that pick. Uh, the Toronto Argos are recruiting former NFL and Michigan State quarterback Connor Cook. The Riders have released Brian Bennett. Wasn't a fan. That piecing. Oh, I I thought you were oh. gonna say of that play oh, that he made in the was, West I, Final. I, I, I thought you were. I thought you were about to get really aggressive on. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. All players could possibly become free agents, according to a story, uh, given this COVID-19 pandemic. So that would be kind of interesting to see how that would pan out if everybody in the league was a free agent. Really interesting. Like, and how would they, would everyone be a free agent and they would do a fantasy draft or come for I I kind of like the idea of a mad scramble, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, who wouldn't be watching Twitter that day, right? Oh, oh my god, there'd be a there'd be like a, a tracker of some kind that we'd oh, all be watching. Be. Like, oh my god, Bo Levi Mitchell signs with the Red Blacks, you know, or something like that. It'd be yeah. crazy. And then this is a interesting headline. Toronto Argonauts running back Carlos Williams tells former Buffalo Bills GM Dog Wally to die in a hole. Ouch. I mean, he kind of got done dirty by this guy. Uh, I think it was a fourth-round pick, and I, I don't know a full story, but they kind of treated him like crap, and then when he got hurt, they cut him. They didn't really give him much of an opportunity, so that's why he kind of uh, hates that GM. Yeah, fair enough. That's really fair, yeah. Yeah. And Ty Katz signed former NFL and Ohio University star Poppy White. He... Canadian receiver Ryson John puts together a virtual pro day for NFL and CFL scouts. Learn what happens to him later in this news reading. Eskimos signed former Argos receiver Monty Edwards. See, he's back in the CFL. 
I just want to say that that's like a huge signing for Edmonton. That he and I was very upset when he left us. Didn't sign him back, and I just think that's going to. Be- yeah, no doubt. Now, Canadian kicker Liram Haralahu has signed with the Los Angeles Rams. Awesome, good for him. Yeah. Former CFL playmaker Deontay Spencer has signed with the Broncos. Hey. The XFL died this past month. (laughs) (laughs) Into some sadder news. (laughs) The XFL is basically done and has no plans to return for 2021. I think the week before uh, they said the exact opposite. It's a shame shame because it wasn't even like the XFL's fault. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Even, like, the biggest critics of the XFL, like myself, I'm like, ah, it's probably gonna go on for a year, and then they just, like, don't even make it through a whole year. It's like, damn. Well, you know, you wanna know what's wild to me? The fact that the AAF went on longer. Oh, it went longer than the XFL? (laughs) Really? Yep. Yep. Wow, that's sad. (laughs) They're like, don't worry, we're not gonna screw this up this time, guys. We got a bunch more funding, we're Doing, well, I got mean, like a legit person. A it's, it's hard to, uh, like, it's hard to, um, you know, decide um, to keep going in that situation. Plus, and then, true, you can't call for that. And what's his face? Uh, Oliver Luck, the commissioner, is suing Vince McMahon. So nice. <laughs> and yeah, this could get dirty. Yeah, this this is that's not going to be a fun time for the NFL. So, Ticats have signed former NFL running back Brandon Oliver. The Riders have signed former NFL and XFL linebacker Matthew Thomas. John Bowman put this out. He said, if there is no season in 2020, I definitely won't be playing again. So, let's hope for that 2020 season, guys. I want to I see John Bowman go out on a good note, not like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, on his own turn. COVID's Exactly. So, Riders signed former NFL and Ohio State uh, defensive back Damon Webb. Argos signed Wagner College defensive lineman Julian McLeod. Former UBC receiver Travel Pinto ran a 4.47 at his virtual pro day. Ticats signed former NFL DB Brandon Bryant. Stamps signed former NFL defensive lineman. Daddy Nicholas. Alouette's Vernon Anib Jr. said he will play game CFL games if there are no fans in the stadium, which if they do have a season, I think that's probably how it's gonna go. Uh BC brings back Sergio or Sergio Castillo after his stint in the XFL. Riders signed former University of Georgia defensive lineman Trenton Thompson. And this is a story that did not get enough hype. Jalen Saunders has signed with the Red Blacks. Could be like really big, especially I think. Well, they just have Sin. Well, Dominic Rhymes as well, but that's that's a huge definite. Oh, Rhymes is off to BC. It's oh, a right. it's Sinopoli, yeah. R.J. Harris, and Saunders. That's, that's their receiving core. That that's pretty good, and if Nick can throw that ball to them. Once their defense gets moved, it'd be a- If we do have a season uh, this year, keep an eye out for him as a fantasy sleeper, for sure. 
And we already talked about this. Former XFL commissioner Oliver Luck is suing Vince McMahon. Ticats signed former NFL DB Tyree Robinson. Uh, Manitoba rancher uh, Jesse Nicolaton uh, names his high-priced bull after Bombers quarterback Chris Strebler. Hey. <laughs> that, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. I feel like Chris Strebler's got to meet that bull. So... Riders signed former NFL running back Jeremy Langford. Canadian receiver Chase Claypool was selected by the Pittsburgh Steelers in the second round of the NFL draft, and Neville Gallimore, defensive tackle, in the third round by the Cowboys. Ooh. And we have a slew of priority undrafted free agents that were Canadians. So we'll start with Mark Anthony DeCoy, sign in with the Green Bay Packers. Receiver Rice and John signed with the Giants. Carter O'Donnell has signed with the Colts. And defensive tackle Michael Hoyt has signed with the Chargers. Uh, this is a guy I actually really want the Riders to sign. Argo has released Canadian linebacker Nakis Onyeka. He's a, he's a really good player, so. Good talent. Yeah, he's a guy that, you know, we, we need some back, some depth behind Judge, so I would love to see us get Nakis Onyeka. Gotta replace Canadian with Canadian. Exactly. Toronto uh, has signed kicker Nico DeFonte of the University of Calgary. I love this undrafted free agent sign-in. Uh, they, they're going to need a field goal kicker because I feel like Boris Beattie can be wildly inconsistent at times. So oh, this, yeah. guy's got, this guy's got an amazing leg, so I think he's just he's going to show out for them. And Alouettes have added... Canadian quarterback Adam Sinegra is an undrafted free agent. I love this move, too. We got two Canadian quarterbacks coming out this year, so that should be exciting. Uh, Alouettes also signed American receiver uh, Vinny Apolli, son of Invincible movie inspiration. That's cool. With, with Mark Wahlberg in the Eagles. <laughs> Wait, did you just try to do a Boston accent? It wasn't a good one. I can do I'll make up for it. it it's okay. Wobble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Great movie. Yep. Yeah, that. That. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right. Ryder signed former NFL defensive backs Tony Lippett and AJ Hendy. Ticats signed former NFL linebacker Kyle Wilson. Bombers sign offensive lineman Nolan Ulizo, former X and former XFL DB uh, Ranthony Texada. Yep. Uh, Stampede signed quarterback Jake uh, Mayer, I believe is how you say that name. Riders sign former NFL draft pick lamb linebacker Dyshawn Davis, not to be confused with their previous linebacker that is now in BC, also named Dyshawn Davis. Uh, Argos oh, add. We're, 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 hang on, we're two we're two ninths of the way there. Yeah, <laughs> one at a time. We're gonna get every team. We're, we're almost there, man. Yep. Argos add NFL quarterback. Sean Kaiser to their neglist uh, of 
0-16 Browns fame. And to their yeah, to their necklace. That's a good good ad for them. Uh CFL Commission Randy and Rosie scheduled to be heard by the Finance Committee. Uh from what we heard about that meeting, things did not go well. Oh no. It, they asked him they asked him about how much the players would get out of the hundred and fifty million and he didn't know. And then it just all fell apart. They didn't even consult the PA. That's the thing. Like they, they're like, yeah, we just didn't tell them. Like, oh my god, how, how do you not go in having like a prepared answer for that? Like, just say even if you like weren't able to talk to them, just say we weren't able to have a discussion with the CFLPA, unfortunately, before this meeting. But we will have an answer for you in the next few days. Like, if he would have said something like that, it would have been like, oh, okay. You know, it wouldn't have been as big of a deal. But he just seemed woefully unprepared for that meeting. Yeah, he's like, what the players? What? <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, this is for the teams. It's like, yeah. but what about the players? You know? <laughs> teams. Oh, dude, I, I, I was not happy with this next headline. Riders Canadian offensive lineman Jake Bennett retires. We spent a third-round pick in the supplemental draft for this guy. He was going to be our future center prospect. And he just up and retires. Like, right... It was after the draft, too. Like, if he would have done this before the draft, maybe he could have drafted a replacement center, but he goes and does this after the draft. It's like, dang. No? It was unfortunate timing for uh, former CFL play caller Jamie Elizondo applies for the University of Ottawa head coaching job. That's definitely an interesting career path for Elizondo. Uh, Stamps signed former NFL running back Brandon Wilds. And that concludes the news for this month. So on to the Ottawa Red Blacks. I gave these guys a B plus. So did James. We're gonna start with their first pick of the draft. Uh, in the first round, they took DB slash linebacker Adam Uclair. I gave this a B plus. You gave this a B. So why don't you tell us about Uclair, James? Uh, Uclair, really good DB slash linebacker from. Uh. From Laval, but I felt like it was a reach, if I'm being honest. Uh, a little bit. I think he was a good player, but I felt like he wasn't worth a first round. But, hey, who am I uh, to say who's a first round pick or not? Yeah, I kind of agree with you. Maybe it's a slight reach. I feel like Saskatchewan would have taken him with the next pick if he was still there. But I just, again, this guy's super talented, and he's going to be a CFL contributor right away. So uh, I really like this pick for Ottawa, but he's not necessarily the best on the board. So that's why this pick gets a B plus for me. So with the first pick in the second round, they took defensive tackle Michael Hoyt out of Brown University. I gave this an A minus. He gave this an A. So why don't you tell us a little bit about him, James? Uh, I gave him an A only because well, he has the NCAA experience, but he's filling a big hole of theirs. Yeah, I well, I mean, kind of, but not really. He's 
they have Cleon Lang now, who just signed with Ottawa, so don't necessarily need a Canadian defensive tackle, but this guy's really good. Uh, I believe he signed with the Chargers. He dr he ran a 4.640, so he's got some pretty good athleticism, 16 sacks as a Canadian defensive tackle, so I feel like this guy's definitely got some talent, and yeah, overall, I just think it's a good pick. That's why it's an A-. minus. So, with Ottawa's territorial pick, 19th overall, they took Laval linebacker, Dan Asambombo. Uh, I gave this a B plus. you gave this a B. Why don't you tell us a little bit about him, James? I've known who, the, who this guy is just from watching Vanier Cups. Uh, <clears throat> really good player. Surprised to see one here. He's actually a guy I forgot about, but I think it's a good player. I feel like I feel like they did draft pretty good Ottawa for having the most holes. And I felt like no other better guy you probably could have taken. Yeah, that fills a really big need of yours. Yeah, I agree. Uh again, this guy I think he had an injury last year because I was trying to find his stats from 2019, I had a really hard time trying to track anything down, and I found his stats from 2018 right away, and he was very productive. So yeah, I give this pick a B plus. Again, territorial picks are stupid, but this guy is a good pick uh, for this spot. A guy who could probably eventually play on defense for a Canadian team. And I'll just say real quick before someone asks, why do you say territorial picks are dumb? It's because you can only pick guys from within a certain region. And teams like Toronto automatically have kind of favor because most of the players are in their region. So just by simple statistics, they're going to have the best talent pool to pick from if they get a territorial pick. Yeah, most universities, there's like 11 around there. If you're from BC or like Alberta, Alberta's a little different because a lot of guys travel. But if you're from, if you're BC or Saskatchewan, it's kind of slim picking. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, if you want to give them an extra pick, just call it a supplemental pick and give them, like, you can pick anybody, you know, rather than some guy from your region. So I just think it's screwed up in two ways. So on to their next pick, 29th overall. In the fourth round, they took offensive lineman Jacob Sazat. So I gave this pick, a, we both actually gave this pick a B plus. So what do you have to say about it, James? Uh, good prospect. I thought he was going to be a territorial pick type of guy. A long time starter at um, uh, McMaster, and I feel like play center or guard, so it's a good fit. Yeah, I agree. Center or guard. Uh, good player. Ottawa likes to draft their offensive linemen, so yeah, I really like this pick. Uh, now on to their next pick, which is in the fifth round. They took uh, University of Calgary defensive back Terrence Abrahams Webster. We both gave this pick a B, so why don't you tell us a little bit about him, James? Good contributor on an elite defense in Calgary, Vanier Cup winner. Signed in the Vanier Cup, so uh, it shows that he can do well against high-level Canadian competition. Yeah, overall, I think he's a decent DB. Was he the best on the board still? I don't know. So. That's why it's only a B, but overall, it's definitely not a bad pick for them. So, B for me. 
Their next pick was a linebacker named Brad Callen. Uh, again, neither of us knew enough to assign a grade here, so he gets an N.A. from both of us. On to their seventh round pick. They picked Sean Davis, defensive end out of the University of Ottawa. I gave this pick a B plus. You gave it a B. So why don't you tell us a little bit about him, James? He's Sorry, the man. actual, the actual good D end from Ottawa. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I saw this guy locked a little bit higher than this. Uh, from what I could see, he was productive too. So I feel like again, good pick by Ottawa. Got a little bit of a steal here, but not a big one. So good pick, a B plus for me now. Here is a steal of the draft, and it dumbfounds me how this guy fell so far. With the 65th overall pick in the 8th round of the draft, they selected offensive lineman out of Laval, Patel Assay. He both gave this a B plus, Or, no, not a B plus. sorry, A++, because this was such a big steal. So why did you give this an A++, James? You got the second best offensive lineman in the draft who didn't get an NFL look in the eighth round. I do not get it. I am dumbfounded <laughs> how he fell. If there's one guy I guarantee to go first round, it'd be him. Yeah, I don't know if I'd guarantee it, uh, but he was a top three offensive lineman in the draft. And he fell to the eighth round. And according to Derek Taylor, the reason he fell is because there were concerns about his, uh, I guess either his mobility or his like speed in order to play at the next level. But there were guys that went like way before him in this draft with a lot more concerns, like the 250-pound offensive lineman, you know? Yeah, exactly. Who would have thought that? Like I was, I was dumbfounded by this pick. Like I know the Riders don't necessarily, well, they could use a really good offensive lineman, and I'm just like, Telesa is still there, draft him, and then they just wouldn't. And I just, I don't understand how this guy fell the eighth round. He's a top three offensive lineman, so Ottawa just got the biggest steal of the draft with this pick. So on to our final team, Montreal Alouettes. But they didn't have a pick in the first round either. So, 14th overall in the second round, they drafted Mark Anthony Decoy. Oh, wait, sorry, before we get to this, I gave this draft overall an A minus. James gave it an A. So, back to their 14th overall pick, they picked Mark Anthony Decoy out of Montreal. I gave this an A. You gave this an A plus, James. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about this guy? Uh,. Best DB in the draft, NFL hopeful. I think he's a second round pick, hometown guy. I don't think he sticks in the NFL, so I gave it an A plus because I think he's an instant impact player in some capacity. Yeah, I agree. This guy is, I believe he's somewhat local. He's from Quebec. So good pick there. Again, I don't think he sticks with the Packers because of his age. He's 25 years old already, and He's got some great measurables. I think that's primarily why he got signed and he didn't get a signing bonus. So he's probably a guy that gets cut loose early, and I feel like he's going to be a, a very good player when he gets to Montreal. 
So still in the second round, 16th overall. They managed to take defensive tackle Cam Lawson. We both gave this pick an A+. So why don't you tell us a little bit about him, James? The uh, best sports D tackle in the draft. No-brainer. ED will, I think, see the field immediately, not as a starter, but a rotational guy, and a complete game wrecker. A-plus. Yeah. I feel you there. From what I, I've seen and what you've told me about this guy, this guy's just a, a bully in the trenches, just manhandles dudes. So I really like this pick. I know there's some people who actually had him going higher, so I, I really like this pick. Now, this one's a surprise to me, and I can't remember why I gave this grade specifically, but 22nd overall in the CFL draft, the Alouettes managed to snag Carter O'Donnell, offensive lineman out of the University of Alberta. I, for some reason, gave this a B. You gave this an A+. So why don't you tell us a little bit about this, James? Uh, I'm shocked he still didn't go in the first round, even though he was an NFL hopeful, but like... Jesus, this guy's so good. It was a no-brainer on my end. Yeah, this guy was the best offensive lineman in the draft, hands down. The reason I think I gave this a B is because maybe he fell so far, or they already have kind of a starter in defensive tackle, or not defensive tackle, offensive tackle, so I draft another one. But, yeah, I don't know. I really love Carter O'Donnell. Great pick by Montreal. If I had to regrade this, I'd probably give this an A. So, on to their next pick, 25th overall. They selected defensive lineman Benoit Varian. You gave this an A+. I didn't know enough about this guy to give him a grade, so why don't you tell us a little bit about him? Oh, shoot. Did I give What school is he out of? Uh, let's see. Uh, he is out of Montreal. Oh, my bad. I, I, I meant to not give him. I think it was a C-plus. My bad, I didn't mean to give him an A-plus. It's five. I think, I think I might have hit it wrong. Yeah, I know, he's a good player. I just want an A-plus worthy guy. My apologies. <laughs> it's okay, it happens, man. There were a couple mistakes with this earlier that I had to correct, but yeah. Oh, well, it's Italy, I guess. Um... So, with the 33rd pick overall in the fourth round, they took another player out of the University of Montreal, Brian uh, Perlmana. We both gave this guy a B. Why don't you tell us a little bit about him, James? Not a steal, not a reach. Good pick. The thumper. Uh, as a linebacker, he's good. Uh, I'm kind of surprised he fell this far, but good pick overall, hometown guy. Yeah, this is a guy that can probably eventually play on defense, too. So, I really like this pick. It gets a D from me. On to their next pick, which is 49th overall in the sixth round. They took University of Regina offensive lineman Andrew Becker. We both gave this pick an A. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about him, James? Really good. I'm the one guy I'm surprised fell this far. Well, yeah, I'm surprised, but he he was a steal. Really good pickup at 49 on a team that needs O-line. Yeah, I think this is a great pickup. This is a guy that unfortunately had a bit of an 
injury-riddled season last year, but still a very good player for the Rams, and I, I feel like, yeah, he may be sent down for another year, but I think he's going to be a productive CFL offensive lineman in the future, so that's why this pick gets an A. This is a steal of a pick. So, for these next two picks, uh, unfortunately, we don't have a grade, so... Uh, what is this one? Sorry. Um, in the sixth round, 51st overall, they selected linebacker Jersey Henry out of Concordia. Uh, in the seventh round, they picked Vincent Alessandrini, slot back out of Concordia. I believe, yeah, neither of us had a grade for those guys. And then their next pick in the eighth round, 66th overall, they took Gowan Look Rock, a defensive lineman out of the University of Manitoba. I gave this a B. He gave it a C plus. Uh, so why'd you give it a C plus, James? I just you drafted a bunch of D linemen, and I just feel like he's a really good prospect, but just bad fit. I don't know. I guess Montreal they need a lot of D linemen, so I don't. They do. I just, I just don't. I don't hate it either. I just like. It's not who I envisioned going there. I thought he'd probably look better on a different team. Yeah, fair enough. Because right. he's a run stopper. He's not a sack artist, and they need pass rush, not run stoppers. Yeah, that's true, too. Definitely true. So, with their last pick in the draft, they took U of S. Uh, running back, wide receiver, slash kick returner, Colton Clawson. And I know I said he has a lot of different positions he plays. Like I said, wide receiver, running back, uh, kick returning specialist. This guy does it all. We both gave this pick an A. Uh, I don't do a lot of comps, but this guy is basically Anthony Coombs 2.0. So that's why this pick gets an A. I was about to say that. Well, sorry to steal your thunder on that one, but yeah, this I, I really like this pick. Same, so do I. I feel like it was kind of a can't really not necessarily boomer bust, but like you're getting a really good versatile guy who's gonna he's the Canadian Rondale Moore, if anyone listening is familiar with who that is. He plays on Purdue. Kind of a jack of all trades. Yeah, utility knives are never a bad thing to have, especially one that is a Canadian. So with that, we conclude this draft special. Again, we apologize for not having the mock draft 2.0 or 3.0 special out before the draft. We had it recorded. It just didn't get out in time. It happens, but you'll definitely be able to hear our thoughts on the draft uh, once this episode comes out, hopefully uh, relatively soon. So, for our social media, you can follow us uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and a recently launched Facebook page at True North CFL Podcast. Sorry, True North CFL Podcast. If you search us that, you'll also find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Uh, as your host, Jimmy Leach, this is the True North CFL Podcast signing off.